Hello. <laughs> okay, now that the microphone's on. Hey, you guys, welcome back to my podcast, Dawn on the Rocks. My name is Donami. This is episode number two, and I'm really excited about it because I'm going to be talking about New Year's resolutions. And honestly, I feel like this is a topic that I probably should have just started with, you know, um, the beginning of January, but I didn't have the podcast at the time, and I did want to talk about it anyway because I started thinking after a guy at the bar I work at mentioned um, that he wanted to, you know, stop drinking for a month, the first month out of the year, as, like, part of his New Year's resolutions. I was like, you know what? I haven't even come up with any for myself. I have no clue what I want to do. And I just think that New Year's resolutions are kind of, you know, good and bad. So I just never really take it seriously. This year, after I thought about that, I was like, you know what? I want to come up with a few that are good, healthy resolutions for myself. And I'm going to get into those. But first, I just want to say that if you've already given up on your New Year's resolutions for this year, this podcast is for you. Um, Because I am a strong believer in not putting your end goal as your Num- like number one resolution for the year because you can't just set your end goal and expect to attain it right away when it is a literal end goal like small goals are still goals if you fail after two weeks you can start again the next month or the next day or in the next year or on a random Tuesday just the beginning of the year it's like a beautiful idea to have like a fresh start at something but if you do mess up you shouldn't feel discouraged for it either I mean, hey, just pick up again whenever you feel like it, whenever you're ready. So I'm a strong believer in that, and that's kind of what I want to talk about today. That and also some of my resolutions, because I feel like sometimes we set some unrealistic ones, like myself last year. I wanted to work out a lot for this upcoming year um, due to health reasons, me being kind of lazy and just not putting in the effort. All those combined, I did not go near as much as I should. Um or as I expected myself to. I had personal trainers and everything, and I still didn't put in the effort. And I, at times, was just not able to physically put in the effort. So I started thinking about how um, it would be better if I set some reasonable expectations for myself that would actually benefit myself in a better, more clear way this year than I have in the past. So here's the thing. Before I begin, I just want to talk about, you know, how I feel about it. Sometimes it feels really toxic because everyone compares their lives with other people and they use other people's lives as inspiration for their new lives that they are about to lead for the next year. Having motivation is not a bad thing. I just hate that people subconsciously, and I'm including myself in this, use comparisons to choose how they should lead their lives instead of going based on their own personal developments. For example, if a girl works out three times a week right now and she says she wants to go to the gym five times a week this year, that's a manageable goal. I mean, that that would probably work for her. And maybe it would, like, benefit her, you know? It's her personal goal. Um, But the girl who has went five times in the last year, maybe five times a week is not the best start for her. And I'm definitely um, targeting myself whenever I say that. (laughs) But, I mean, hey, it's up to you. If you set goals that are going to be really difficult to reach based on where you are right now in your life, you're probably going to feel defeated if you can't reach that goal. 
I think resolutions should be personalized and sadly most of the ones I've made over the years and have seen others make over the years are not that. I also feel like resolutions shouldn't be made only in January. The idea that you have to start on the first of the year and if you mess up or fail you have to wait till the next year or try again is bullshit <laughs> um, to put it plainly. I mean if you fail one day you can try again or if it doesn't work out for you or if the goal is too much for where you're at in life at the moment accommodate the goals to yourself. I feel like the ultimate goal is to be a better or happier or more consistent version of yourself. So I just want to encourage you guys to let that lead and don't get discouraged if you mess it up. Um, yeah, so now that I'm done with my little TED talk or that part of it. <laughs> Okay, so now I'm going to go into some of my New Year's resolutions that I just recently came up with. So no, I did not come up with mine before the New Year. I wasn't trying to hit the gym and do all these cool, um, fun, self-improvement things at the beginning of the year. And that's okay. And I just want you guys to know that that's a good mindset to have, at least in my opinion. So if you just kind of randomly want to come up with some right now, I mean, do it. <laughs> uh, I just, you know didn't really think about it until I started brainstorming ideas for this podcast and kind of what made me think about that was this guy that um, is a regular at the bar that I work at. He came in one day before the new year began and he was like, hey, hate to say it, but I mean, I'm not going to be in here for like a month or maybe he said three months, a month or three months, something like that. And I was like, okay, why is something wrong? And he was like, no, it's just every year I try to do this thing where I kind of just cut out alcohol for like a month or so of, at the beginning of the year. And I was like, you know what? That's awesome. We're going to miss you. But like, that's a really cool goal to have. So he doesn't show up for like the next two weeks at the bar. Understandably so. Like we knew what was going on. And then um, he comes in two weeks later. And that's like two weeks short of his original goal, which... Honestly, maybe he felt, you know, down about it. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he was proud of himself. I know that I was, and it kind of made me think about how I have looked at my New Year's resolutions over the last few years. So I think that 
set, like I said earlier, setting your goals where you are and like kind of just improving in any way is good enough. I mean, this saying is as old as time, but comparing yourself to the person you were the day before is so much better for you than comparing yourself to some random person on the internet or some person that you know in real life. I mean, you will never be that version of them because you were not them. You were you. I know it's a tale as old as time, like I said, and it's a very generic way to look at it, but I mean, it's a good way to look at things. So basically, I was really proud of him, and I started thinking about how I look at things that I do for myself. And I was like, you know what? There are a few things that I've been wanting to do and not necessarily, whoa, not necessarily trying to do them for 2022, but just, I just feel like right now is a good time for me to adjust some things in my life so that I can be a better, happier version of myself and a more consistent version of myself. So one of the ones I wanted to talk about um, is using filters. I'm not talking about filters that make your photos look super vibrant. I think those are awesome filters that make them like look super cool, like black and white, whatever. I think they're great. I will probably always use them. I mean, it's kind of like a form of art to me. And um, I know that's a thing that like a lot of photographers do. It's like something that's just naturally accepted. And I think it should be. But what I have an issue with for myself personally is whenever I open up Snapchat or I open up my Instagram stories, I automatically go to my favorite Snapchat or Instagram filter and I don't look at myself until I'm there. Whenever I open up my front camera on my just regular phone camera app, I see myself and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like what's going on here? Because I mean, I personally find myself feeling discouraged whenever I open that front-facing camera up and I don't have a slim nose or a shorter forehead than I did when I was on Snapchat or big old lips like I do on Instagram. And I feel like that has affected me in a way that, you know, it's kind of hard to reverse. So right now I'm at a point where I want to stop using filters like that as much. I'm not going to say I'm going to cut it out completely because chances are I'm not. I mean, my first few posts on my podcast account yeah I have a filter on those I mean I use them all the time a lot of people do it makes a lot of people happy I mean if it makes you feel beautiful I think that you know it could be a good thing for you to use I guess I mean it made me feel better about myself but the thing is like I'm feeling better about myself by looking at a version of myself that is not me and that's what I have a problem with I don't want to become comfortable with that version of me and forget how beautiful I am as I am right now. And it's hard to do that, especially when, you know, people look so perfect online or even people look perfect in person. Like, comparison is such a common thing. It's hard to overlook it, and I feel like growing up, I was always compared to other people, or I always compared myself to other people, and it's a hard habit to break. I mean, I'm 23 years old, and I can't look at a beautiful person without thinking, man, like, I'm kind of jealous of that. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm always self-conscious about that, 
but because I, I, I do sometimes have moments where, like, I kind of feel a little conceited. I'm like, you know what? Damn, like, I'm doing well today. Like, I look good. But it's not very consistent. And that's something that I want to change this year. And I feel like focusing on seeing myself as I am more and less as this perfect person that these Instagram filters and Snapchat filters kind of try to make me out to be, I'll probably be happier person. So that's one thing I want to do. And um, I actually wanted to write a blog post about this a few months ago, but life kind of got in the way and I just decided, you know what, hey, I'm going to put this on hold for the moment. And now it's kind of come back around and I've realized that it's still an issue for me. And I just wanted to kind of talk about it and touch about it and um, or touch on it, whatever. And yeah, so I am going to try to do that. We'll see how it goes. If I mess up, oh well, I'll probably try it again. But right now, I just know that I am a beautiful person and I just need to remind myself of that more. So that's kind of the moral of that little story. <laughs> but yeah, I also was talking to my mom and my brother's girlfriend about this too. I was like, hey, I kind of want to talk about the filter thing. And they kind of touched on some things that I thought were important too. So um, they were talking about how it affects younger generations as well. And they don't really realize that Photoshop and all these face and body contouring apps are being used because they look so dang close to the original, but they're perfected. And I thought about it and I was like, oh my gosh, like it's insane. I've literally seen videos where people are like, hey, if you edit yourself like this, like it'll work for you. Like it'll, it, you'll look perfect on Instagram. And I'm like, dang, like I thought she looked like that originally and she looked great without the filter. So I'm like, wait, okay. Why am I looking at myself this way whenever other people can do that too? Like, it's a difficult thing to overcome. And I kind of think that probably on younger generations, it's even harder. Like, I'm kind of glad that whenever I was growing up, all I had to deal with social media-wise, at least whenever um, the beginning of high school and, like, junior high and elementary school... I just had MySpace. I wasn't even old enough to have MySpace. I had <laughs> like a black and hot pink background with skulls and crossbones and Skater Boy by Avril Lavigne playing in the background. That's all I was worried about, okay? Girls these days that are younger, they're seeing all of these people using all these filters and having all these surgeries and I am not judging them whatsoever. Honestly, I have thought about doing pretty much all of those things many, many times, I've just personally decided that it's not right for me. And I just feel like sometimes it's hard to find the line between what's real and what isn't. And with comparison being such a strong thing that affects so many people's lives, pretty much everyone's lives in some form, it can be really toxic. So yeah, I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. Um, and another thing that um, my brother's girlfriend, Gracie, mentioned, she was talking about how she was looking back on her Snapchat memories because, you know, they do the thing where it's like one year ago today or four years ago today, blah, blah, blah. And she was talking about how the other day she was looking at it. And she was like, dang, like, it's kind of affecting me, the fact that I can't even actually look back on my memories because it didn't actually look like that moment. Every single photo I took that day was filtered. I don't know how I actually looked that day. I don't know what everything else looked like that day because all I used were filters. 
And that's something I've noticed too. And whenever she said it, it just clicked. I was like, dang, this is definitely something that I want to focus on this year. And if I mess up, like I said earlier, oh well. I mean, just having that mindset for myself makes me feel a little bit better. And that's enough for me. So that's something I'm going to work on this year. And another thing that I've thought about is waking up earlier um, in the day. I mean, if I'm not able to get to sleep until 2 a.m. because, you know, I'm a bartender, I'm not going to be trying to get up at 6 a.m. the next day because then I'm going to feel shitty. I'm not going to have enough sleep. Sleep deprived going through an entire day? No. That's, that's toxic. I'm going to say that's toxic to myself. <laughs> so if I need a, an extra hour or two or whatever to sleep, I mean, that's cool. Do your thing. That's my mindset as far as I go um, for waking up earlier. But I think that having more time earlier in the day to be productive would be a really good thing for my mental health, especially since I get overwhelmed easily by having way too much to do in only a short amount of time. And the way to fix that is... Um, probably trying to get up earlier and get shit done. <laughs> I kind of have way too much on my plate most of the time. Ever since high school or even before that, I've always pushed myself to my limits. So in high school, I was president of any club I could be president of pretty much. I was doing all the extracurriculars I could do. And I barely got sleep. I barely had time for a social life. I mean, it was crazy. Then I went to college. I didn't do anything for years. I was like, okay, yeah, I just, I just study, and then I go home for the most part, and then my last couple of years, I was like going out a little bit with my friends. I was old enough to drink, um, so I'd go to bars. It wasn't very productive what I was doing, but that, you know, I was doing something, and then whenever I graduated, I started taking on as many jobs as I could just to keep myself busy. And now I'm having to deal with it. I'm having to deal with not having enough sleep. I'm having to deal with not having enough time for my social life, my friends, my family, especially since I live hours away from a lot of them. And I just feel like getting up earlier in the day and kind of focusing on all the things I have to do and having a consistent schedule for myself would probably benefit my mental health in many, many ways. So that's the thing I want to do. Um, I also was talking to my mom and it was so funny because I was, so I was on FaceTime with my mom and my brother's girlfriend, Teresa and Gracie, and <laughs> we were just talking about New Year's resolutions and things like that. And my mom, she starts like this. She was like learning to let go of excess baggage. And like me and Gracie were like, oh yeah, like, like emotional baggage. She was like, no, like clothing, stuff like that. We were knickknacks. Like what? <laughs> and Gracie was like, um, Donami's not going to dust a whatnot every week. Like we don't know what you're talking about. Cleaning random cluttered spots and getting rid of knickknacks and breathing better air with less dust. Like that, that is not the baggage we thought we were talking about, but that's what my mom was thinking about. <laughs> Clothing, bitch-ass men, you know the drill, like, set me free, baby, get rid of all the excess baggage. That's what me and Gracie were thinking about, all of it. <laughs> but anyway, so I do think that there is a good lesson in that and something that I want to do for myself. Um, I am currently cleaning through my closet and my room because I have way too many clothes. I have clothes from whenever I was in ninth or 10th grade in high school. 
that is ridiculous. <laughs> that is insane. And now I'm going through all these clothes that I never wear. And I'm trying to finally get rid of them. And hopefully not fill my closet up with a bunch of random things that I'm not going to wear again. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. You know, baby steps. Baby steps are good. And that's what I'm working with right now. Um, I also was talking to my mom about um, a week-to-week approach instead of, like, having a New Year's resolution, how it's, you know, for the whole year, doing small things week-to-week. And we started kind of trying to do this probably a month ago, or probably two months ago, actually, in of November, beginning of December-ish. And we were like, you know what? We're both at a point in our lives where we want some sort of change. Whatever we're doing right now is just not working. So we're like, you know what? Let's start small. Let's find some little things that we know are going to benefit us, like our health physically, our health mentally, um, our relationship with each other, you know, things like that. And so our week-to-week approach kind of started like this. Um, I came up with three goals for myself. And my mom came up with three goals for herself. And we just tried to do it that week. We didn't set very high expectations for ourselves. It was like, you know, I want to drink this amount of water today. Or I want to walk today. Or step outside and, um, you know, do that. And I'm trying to think of what my other one was. Oh, I wanted to write more. Because I am a writer. And I already try to write every single day. But I'm always kind of stopping whenever I have an idea. I'll write a little bit of it down and then I'll put it away for later, but later never comes. So that was one of mine. And no, I did not, I did not do the things that I intended to do. I didn't even start the first day, second day. I think the third day I tried to do the water thing. And my mom, like she was killing it. She was like sending me text messages and like FaceTiming me. She was like, oh look, I'm on my walk today. And I was like, you know what? I'm freaking proud of you. Let's go. But, um, yeah, so I think that the new year is such a great time to kind of be optimistic about what could happen, especially with how the world has been lately. I mean, I'm not even going to talk about all of it because we all know we've been living it. We've been experiencing it. We're tired of it. Um, but yeah, I just think that the idea of starting over is such a beautiful thing and if it helps anyone of us to kind of make a change in our lives that's going to better us it's worth it so yeah that's all I have to say about my resolutions I have very few for a reason because I know that if I set my expectations way too high I'm not going to get to them and I don't plan on failing myself too much this year <laughs> so um yeah that's what I have going on and now I'm gonna kind of go through some messages I got on Instagram and Snapchat where I asked people what their New Year's resolutions are for this year um and kind of talk about those a little bit all right so some of the responses I got were not very serious as expected because who can be serious all the time but um, I did get a few that were kind of serious, and I thought that they were really good ones and some that were really interesting, and I kind of thought about applying them to my list as well. Um, so one of my friends, she put 
um, that her boyfriend doesn't believe in making New Year's resolutions, and honestly, I totally get that. People who don't believe in them, you know, all power to you. People who do, all power to you, like, do your thing. (laughs) I don't care if someone does believe in them or not. I am big on doing things for yourself, meeting yourself where you're at, and going from there. So, I totally get that. (laughs) But she said she's at least trying to worry less and work on her booty gains. And let me tell you, that's something that probably all of us are trying to do (laughs) for the most part. So, I'm all here for it. Um, someone said that they're trying to put themselves first and to not worry about other people's opinions. That is such a good thing to try to do. I mean, it's so toxic whenever you let people's opinions get into your head, but also, how do you prevent that? There are plenty of answers to that question, but those answers are not popping into your head whenever, you know, life is coming at you hard. So, I think that coming up with good personal strategies that will fit you in your life and your mindset, um, adjusting your mindset and doing things like that would really benefit, um, her and myself. Like, that's something that I have a lot of issues with. I am not very good at letting opinions just fly off my back, but at the same time, sometimes I let them fly off way too easily. So, yeah, that's kind of cool how it can go either way. That's why I think, you know, it should be personalized. Um, someone else said to be a guest on my podcast, and honestly, (laughs) please do. I plan on bringing some guests on here, so if you're hearing this, um, DM me again, and I'll put you on here. (laughs) Okay, now I'm going to go to my other account, because I have a million bajillion of these. Woo. Okay, someone said to get to know new people, because they're the new kid in town, and let me tell you, this one... I'm passionate about. I've been the new kid many times in my life. I mean, switching schools whenever I was going from elementary school to a different, um, like, I went from a city elementary school to a county junior high high school. It was such a small town compared to what I was from. I mean, they're still small. Both of them are. I'm from Andalusia, Alabama. I went to Andalusia Elementary School. I mean, there were probably hundreds of kids in my class. And then I moved to a school where I graduated with like 43 or 46 kids. Big difference. And everything was different. Like, it was difficult at first. But then it ended up working out for me really well. And I was so thankful that my parents moved me to that school. Then I move off to college. I'm super excited about it. I get to the University of Alabama. I have a roommate. We're hitting it off. Like, we're going and doing all the campus freshman things we should be doing and then I started going to my classes and it was really really tough for me um and I was really shy for some reason which is crazy because I was the kid who was like trying to be kind of outgoing all the time I loved making people laugh and just being a part of everything and anything and then I went to being the shy girl who wouldn't say a word to anybody in her class. Even if I was in a group with somebody, I would just talk about the project and then just get the hell out of there. (laughs) I don't know what switched with me. I think I was just, you know, nervous and it was a big culture shock going from a tiny little town and school to a classroom with like 400 people or 300 people. It was insane. And I eventually 
got to a point where I was comfortable with it, it did take me a while though. About three years in, three and a half years in probably, and I graduated after four. And then after that, I um, was finally comfortable. And then I moved back to my hometown. COVID hit. It was insane. It was difficult. I had no clue what I should be doing, how I should be doing things. I mean, I had so much happen at the same time that it kind of brought me back to whenever I first moved to Tuscaloosa in college. I didn't care to try to get to know people. Or I did, but I was too afraid to step out of my comfort zone to meet people. And you'd think going back to your hometown, you'd know a lot of people there. I did not. <laughs> I moved back to my hometown and I was like, uh, all I hear are crickets. Like, I was living down the road from family members and friends and, like, nobody knew I was there. Nobody, like, that knew I was there was trying to reach out to me, which, granted, I didn't really try to reach out to many people either, so I can't really say anything about that seriously, but it was, it was really difficult for me. I was going through a breakup, so all of my friends that I had then that were mutual friends, I lost. No one reached out to me, um, for a long time, and then I, um, was starting a new job. Like, I had a car accident that same, like, week, I think. I think all this happened in the same month, and it was insane, you know? I didn't focus on meeting friends, and I kind of regretted doing that, but then I just decided, I was like, you know what, this isn't working for me, I'm mentally in a bad spot, I want to move to a new city, so I moved to Birmingham, and I didn't know pretty much anyone here, I knew a guy from Tinder, and that was it, <laughs> and uh, he's like one of my best friends now, thank God, um, because if we wouldn't have became friends, it would have been really difficult for me to find friends up here, and also, um, one of my friends from college, she introduced me to some of her friends and her boyfriend's friends, and eventually it came to be that I made, like, a lot of friends here, and I feel comfortable here, and it took not near as long as it did whenever I moved to Tuscaloosa or moved back to my hometown to get there, and it's kind of like the third time's the charm thing for me, I guess, is how I see it, but yeah, um, this person who said they want to get to know new people because they're a new kid in town, I definitely encourage you to step out of your comfort zone a little bit. Um, I mean, don't push yourself too hard to where you're going to be super anxious about meeting people if you are an anxious person. But I do think that going out and introducing yourself to people, like, hey, if you just show up to a sports bar, I see this happen all the time at the sports bar I work at. People will sit down by themselves at the bar and then someone else will sit over, like, two seats down from them. Before they leave, they're sitting right next to each other talking about work or talking about whatever football or basketball game is on the TV, whatever. They're, like, exchanging phone numbers, buying each other rounds, becoming friends. I mean, maybe they're a friend that they'll only see at that sports bar whenever they come in. But that's a start. Uh, so I definitely encourage you to reach out to people because I did that and... Now, I'm so much happier than I was whenever I first moved to Tuscaloosa for five-ish something years ago. But yeah. So, the next one, somebody said to get 1% better, stronger, and smarter every day. And I really love that <laughs> because it doesn't set too high of an expectation for yourself. It's like, hey, you know what? Any improvement is improvement. 
as simple as that. So I like that. Um, someone said they want to reestablish their dating life after a comfy COVID hiatus. I could totally see how that could affect dating because I started dating again for the first time in years um, <laughs> whenever COVID was in full swing and it was so strange. So many learning curves. I, I am still trying to manage it. <laughs> but yeah, so I totally get that. I have no advice for that because I am still on that struggle bus. But hey, we'll get there one day, bud. We got this. Um, someone else said to keep going to the gym, better myself mentally, and try and get back into dating. So it looks like a lot of the people who are responding to this are talking about trying to get back into dating and trying to be comfortable with it. And I totally get that. I went from a five, almost five-year relationship to being completely single in a new city by myself. And I was like, whoa, how do I even begin? And uh, I resorted to dating apps and dating apps suck. <laughs> but yeah, I'll probably, if you guys want, I'll talk about um, my situation with kind of going from a very long relationship to going to um, a new city and dating for the first time in years, especially with how society is now. Like, this generation, man. Like, it's sad to think I'm a part of shit. <laughs> but, yeah. So, um, let me know if you guys want to hear about that. And I also plan on talking about dating apps pretty soon as well. I think those are going to be pretty fun to talk about. Um, here's the next one. One of my friends sent this one in. She said she never made one, never made a resolution. And, hey, I didn't either until the other day. I think that's still a great thing, you know, doing what you want to do, what works for you. I wasn't going to come up with any until I challenged myself. I was like, you know what? It's time to challenge myself in some way. And I have things that I want to get done and I need to get done, so I'm going to do it. But at the same time, like, I'd be cool if I didn't make one either because, with my mindset and how it's how it is right now, I know that I'm not going to be content staying exactly where I am regardless. So I think it's um, the biggest thing isn't making sure you have a resolution you're going to follow follow all year, but making sure you have a mindset that has room for improvement, if that makes sense. Someone else said they want to get married. Red Rocks. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't what I don't know what that means. But then he said and kick ass all year. You know what? Hell yeah. Do your thing. I think that's great. Oh, that's one of my friends. Hey. I didn't realize his username was that. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah. Um, I've seen that a lot of people are getting married this year. I mean, obviously that's the thing that happens every year, but I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, I'm gonna try not to be bitter because uh I'm almost twenty four years old, never been engaged have zero kids and um most of most of my friends and family once they got to my age they either had one or two or three kids and are married so I'm not going to compare my life sadly um yeah that's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes but at the same time oh my gosh I'm so glad I'm not like you know stuck somewhere um with a situation that wouldn't fit me personally and my personality because the way my life's going right now and the plans I have 
for this phase of my life, it just wouldn't work for me. But I am so excited to have all that one day, too. So I totally get that. And I hope it happens for you. Um, One person said this. Dumbass. Oh, my gosh. I know this person, too. But they said that they want to have three girlfriends in three different cities so that he gets triple presents for holidays and birthdays. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to decide how much I should say about this. I'm not name dropping. I can say what I want. Um, so, homeboy right here has literally <laughs> cheated on his girlfriend so many times that he'll probably get to that point. And if he does, I mean, that's a personal goal for him, but it's not, it's not, it's not for me, bud. <laughs> Good luck, I guess. Um, next, <laughs> uh, someone said they're trying to work out five, t five times a week and they really haven't worked out in the past. This is, like, almost exactly what I was talking about earlier whenever I was talking about the hypothetical girl who works out three times a week and trying to go up to five times, and then the girl, me, who's worked out five times in the last year who wants to work out five times a week. I think that you should just go based off of where you're at in life and don't push yourself to a point where you want to give up And um, because I feel like, you know, failure is an easy thing to allow back into your life I definitely think it's a thing that you allow um and I think that if you just start small and go up from there you know it would work for you and if you want to go all in if that's something that normally works for you I really truly hope it works um I think that would be awesome um I feel like working on yourself physically can definitely help yourself mentally as well so I'm all for it and then one of my other friends said they want to be debt-free. And let me tell you, same dude. <laughs> uh, I am so glad that student loans are delayed right now yet again. Because that would just add to the pile. And let me tell you, it's something that pretty much probably all of us or most of us are dealing with. And, hey, the way I look at it is this. I'm always going to be paying on something in my life so as long as I can keep it manageable for me and I don't try to like force myself to give up on everything else in my life just to focus on one payment like I'd be fine you know I've I've definitely talked to people who were like you know what you need to put every bit of your money aside and pay off this credit card or this student loan or this car payment or blah 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 and I'm like you know what if that is what works for you, that is freaking fantastic. But for me personally, I'm not going to spend every dime on one debt that I'm trying to pay off. If I can, you know, and have myself super stressed over it all the time until I finally reach that point, like five freaking years later where it's gone. Like, I don't want to wait five years to be happy. I'm just going to keep it manageable work towards the goal, pay off a little bit more when I can, but I'm not going to put my mental health through, like, the ringer just to pay off a debt whenever I can just make payments and go from there. <sighs> Sorry, I don't know why I got so passionate about that. I guess because I've heard that so many times. I don't even have a lot of debt, but um, I just think that's a thing that, you know, everyone kind of deals with and struggles with from time to time. So, don't feel alone on that. 
you got this. Um, let's see, I'm checking another app to see what people are saying. Oh, one of my other friends said that she wants to read more. She's read two books so far this year. Um, Where the Crawdads Sing and This Is Where It Ends. I'm pretty sure I've read Where the Crawdads Sing. I'm not 100% sure, though. And then the This Is Where It Ends. I don't know if I've read that. But the reading one, oh, my goodness. I forgot to add that to mine. Like, that would be such a good one for me because whenever I was reading all the time, I felt smarter. I felt like I would use words that, you know, seemed intelligent instead of saying, like, like, um, um, all the damn time. Like, oh, my goodness. I was... I did not go through four years of English and creative writing and political science classes to be talking like this, but here I am. Um, but yeah, that was hers, and I think it's an awesome one and something that I'm going to try to work towards too, for sure. I love to read. I just need to get back into it and make the time for it. Um, it looks like that might be all of them. I'm probably missing some. But, um, yeah, I think this was a lot to talk about, but I think that it was beneficial for me and hopefully for you guys too. And I really hope you guys um, have a great year this year. I know that I am feeling very optimistic about this year. I don't know why. Maybe it's because the last two years have been kind of like iffy for me personally. 2020 felt like the worst year of my life and honestly it was <laughs> it was such a difficult time it had some good it really did but for the most part like my mental health was down big time and then 2021 was kind of the year of me getting out of that hole and kind of finding myself finding my passion and kind of exploring it and trying to work toward um a point where I can, you know, go like headfirst into what I want to do with my life and be more confident in it. So I'm very optimistic about this year. I have a lot of big things planned for myself personally and um, like as far as my work life goes, um, my personal life, all of it. I'm just really, really excited for this upcoming year. And I hope that you guys are too. And I hope that it's great. Um, please let me know what you guys want to hear on this podcast. I'm kind of just going off of what I feel like talking about right now. And I know that after a few episodes of this, I'm going to be able to, um, you know, kind of get a good thing going with it. Figure out what would be beneficial, what people want to hear, what I can talk about and actually know enough to talk about um, talk about it. So I know it's going to be a trial and error thing, but for everyone that is listening to me so far, thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who has DM'd me saying that they're really excited about this because I am too. And just having people reach out to me and let me know that they are excited kind of makes me feel like I'm doing something really cool with my life in some small way. And everybody should feel like that sometimes. So thank you for that. Um, I am going to end the podcast here, um, but I plan on hopefully uploading these once a week. So far with the first two, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> but we will see how it goes. Um, 
But yeah, I'm really excited about this. I really hope you guys check out my Instagram account, Dawn on the Rocks. It's D-O-N-N on the Rocks. Um, because that's where I'm going to be asking you guys questions about what you want to see on here or hear on here. Um, I'm also going to be posting some videos on there of drinks that I'm making, like cocktails and things. Today, I made a New York Sour, and it's basically a whiskey sour um, with red wine, and it was so good. But I definitely think I added way too much wine to it the first go-round because I was feeling it after one, and let me tell you, I ain't that much of a lightweight. I am a lightweight, but like, not that bad. But yeah, it tasted great, and I'm actually really excited about it. It's like my top, in my top three drinks, for sure, um, that I've made. So, if you guys want to see how I make that, go to my Instagram account, because that's where I'm going to post it, as a reel on there. Um, I'm actually about to record the second um, go-round of it. <laughs> after this because the first one for some reason did not save on my phone it just went terribly I don't know my phone just like blacked out for some reason um <laughs> but yeah so check out my Instagram account um check out my Snapchat because I'm posting a lot on there as well as Donnamy Rose D-O-N-N-A-M-Y-R-O-S-E and that's also my personal Instagram account but all the podcast stuff's definitely going to be on the Insta uh, my Don on the Rocks Instagram account for the most part so yeah, thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys have a great year. And if you have any feedback or comments about anything I talked about on here, whether you agree, disagree, whatever, I would love to hear it. I'm just excited for you guys to um, listen to the podcast and kind of be a part of this mini community I'm trying to have on here. So anyway, I hope you guys have a great year and I will hopefully talk to you guys next week. Bye.